Kale and Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10. Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Nick Dawn and Greg, 855-839-1210. You can get us on the free Odyssey app. Watch us live on YouTube, tweet, or Instagram us at 1210 WPHT. Don't forget uh, the merchandise yesterday. Kale and Company, free speech lives here. Hooded sweatshirt, donned by yours truly. Today, Stalker has it on. What? Who? Oh, yeah, yeah, me. Yeah. 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 If it's nice. You like it? Yeah. Yeah, it's a large. So we both wear a large. Yeah. And you're about eight inches taller than me. <laughs> Very interesting. But yeah, you know, no, greatness it comes nice. in all sizes, right? It, it does. It does. It's nice, though. I like the I like the fit of it. I, like, I love the color of it, honestly. Yes. The color is what sold me on it. That's right. Heather Gray, I think we're calling it. No, it's not Heather. There's no color Heather Gray. Heather is green. Heather Green. Sure? Yes. I think you're wrong about that. Okay. Am I, I think, wrong? I think it's Heather Gray. Dawn? What? By the way, if there's I'm, a lady I'm out duck there duck named Heather Gray, I'm available. Heather Gray. I think it's Heather Gray. Somebody Nick Hale dated back yeah. in eighth <laughs> grade. Yes. She was my 13-year-old thir- sweetheart. <laughs> Fun young gal. She grew up to went on the bigger and better things. She's now a doctor. Uh, you can you can order these by the way, twelve ten wpht dot com twelve ten wpht dot com. Go there, support us, support every show, support all the shows. Yeah, help help us with some merch because you are our advertising department. That's correct. I'm I'm trying to be diplomatic here, but I'm seeing that apparently Heather. Gray goes both ways. Oh, uh, in that sometimes it is the color of what you know what you're wearing mm-hmm. right now as a soft muted yeah. gray color. Other times it is considered a a soft sort of pastel grayish greenish. Oh. Yeah. so it goes both ways. So you're like the mainstream media with Hamas and Israel. You're playing <laughs> it down the middle. Tom Walsh on the YouTube chat says there are many different fabric colors that are Heather. So ah. okay, so we're we're both correct, okay. but. You're- so Heather's not really which shirt. So Heather will be on no. TikTok later um, going through their pronouns. Exactly. There you go. All right. This segment is brought to you by Wawa. They have the pizza. That's right. Wawa has pizza, and it's freshly made. Brought to you by Wawa, who now has pizza starting at 4 p.m. We start at 6 a.m. <laughs> the pizza at Wawa starts at 4 p.m., and Wawa has the pizza. Okay. Uh, a couple of things to get to. John Brazier from the Phillies will talk Woo-hoo. a little about uh, Game 3 and what the festivities will look like the promotions all the different offers and opportunities maybe who's throwing out a pitch singing a national anthem sing uh things like that coming up around 9 25 9 30 this morning uh but let's get to the bidens um we've done a lot on israel and hamas today and obviously that'll be one of the main stories moving forward as developments continue to occur uh we got a couple of things on the biden front including an exclusive from Uh-oh. the daily mail oh yes Bareback Biden, they're calling it. Oh, boy. As yesterday we told you that uh, Joe Biden has a checkered history with the Secret Service, not only with the fact that his dogs just keep biting the people that are trying to protect him from being assassinated, uh, but Biden actually apparently was very, um, uh, really risque in front of female Secret Service officers, uh, as he used to take uh, back in his uh, vice president heyday, because when you're 67 and 68 years old, you do, you skinny dip in front of female Secret Service officers. That's what you do when you're a Biden, right? It's just an, he's just your average Joe. Well, apparently, Joe not only likes to skinny dip, Hunter likes hookers. Well, it runs in the family because Joe Biden's younger brother, Frank, 
admits to a naked selfie on guys with iPhones gay dating site and says it's genuine. My phone must have been hacked. Oh boy, he said. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I think we have visual confirmation. YouTube.com slash at ten WPH. Wait a minute, is that RFK? That dude's pretty jacked. He is pretty jacked. So we got the Bidens what? on steroids and on um, guys with iPhones, uh, gay dating site. For the people who are you know can't get over to YouTube to yeah, see this, I, and I recommend video. most men don't go there. <laughs> to be honest, first of all, he's standing in a bathroom. He has the toilet seat up. It's a good thing he flushed right yes, on because thank, there, thank you for there's, there's yeah. nothing worse yes. than people posing for a selfie right. and they're you know there's there's Dookie in the toilet. Do- um, <laughs> Is that what you call it to Dylan? Dylan, Dylan's got to take a dookie. Uh, no, it was a Green Day album from 1993. Um, but what is it with the Bidens and being naked? I, I'm telling you, all politicians, man, they're all perverts. They all have this in their closet. Not all of them, but most of them. Especially Democrats. I don't know what it is with them. Has Frank so Biden... This is Frank? Yeah, this is Frank. his brother. This is his brother. His younger brother, Frank, who legitimately is about as jacked as RFK. Yeah, if, we just yeah. showed, if we took off his head... And took off below the waist and just showed the torso and the abdomen, the chest and the arms. He is built just like RFK Jr. Uh, and he looks just like Joe, by the way. I mean, I see. Yeah, I guess you're right. In the face, Joe. in the yeah. face. Yeah. And this was on a this was on a gay dating site. So DailyMail.com obtained a naked selfie of Frank Biden, President Joe Biden's younger brother. The yeah. photo was uploaded on a gay porn website called guyswithiphones.com um, in 2018 when Frank was 64. So a 64-year-old Frank still does nude selfies, which is all the rage these days for the 64-year-olds out there with iPhones, I've heard. It's a big, it's a big community for it. And then we have 68-year-old Joe Biden, who was vice president, taking skinny dips in front of female Secret Service officers. With dogs that bite the officers. So if you were a male or female assigned to protect Joe Biden, you either got bit by a German shepherd or you had to watch Joe skinny dip. My God. So Joe Biden and his wife, it's yes. alleged, skinny dip yep. in the... Uh, oh, no. Daniel made it the fourth the fourth box. Yeah, Come on, man. This is one time where I'm, uh, I, I demand the cancellation of box four. Um, so Joe Biden and his wife skinny dip. Hunter, we know, has taken photos of himself with hookers. And, and taken co- 20 grand out of his daughter's college fund to pay for the hookers. Cocaine and has taken naked photos of, of himself. Correct. And Frank Biden also has a naked selfie yeah. of himself. Um, I, I don't know what it is about this family and wanting to be naked all the time. Yes. But I, Don, I have this discussion with my wife all the time, and maybe uh, I'm sure you're on her side. But, like, guys do this. All the time, they take the naked selfies and they send them to women. It does nothing for women. It really feels it. like it backfires, doesn't it? Yeah, it, like, but but women aren't guys are visual. You know, and like like guys need to see they yeah. want a good body, they want this that. Like guys women, like a performance, yeah, a production. W- women a don't women don't operate like that. No. Like you send most women a naked photo, you're probably done, and they're just like, this guy's a creep, yeah. right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and especially the Anthony Weiner uh, yes. thing where he just, it's a tight shot of the so-called junk. Yeah. Ew. Yes. Anthony, but- you are fire. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. DeSantis. You have a drop for everything. I do. It's, it's unbelievable. That's when he was claiming he would fire Anthony Fauci, yeah. which you can't. But I think that this is something that teenagers do. Oh, of course. Not not, not uh, 64-year-old men. Right. Not, well, no, is he, he was born in 1950. 
three, right? Oh, yeah. so Frank? yeah, so he's my mom's he's, age. So that's seventy. He's like, seventy now. Yeah. Right? And this was yeah. five years ago in twenty eighteen. So this is, but so this is when he was. So okay, so this is this picture is old. Yes, and it's just emerging. Yes. Okay, and and he's claiming. Uh, it was hacked, like Hunter Biden oh, claimed, right, right, claimed right. it was hacked. Right, I so. tweeted so-and-so, and oh, actually, I was hacked. And, and he, he put it up on a gay site or or, or, or the hacker? The, the photo was upload, uploaded to a gay porn website, guyswithiphones.com. <laughs> Guyswithiphones.com. Oh, man. He, I think it's actually a better site. I've heard dudeswithdroids.com is actually pretty oh, good, too. Dudes with droids. He... <laughs> Which is better than moles. Yeah. All right. Uh, but I guess back, they reported that he he has a longtime female partner, Mindy. Uh, so I don't know if he's gay or not gay yeah. or if he posted it or didn't post My it. My guess is Frank Biden is probably not gay, but somebody posted this picture. I And I'm not trying to defend any of it, but I could see how. Like, think about this. Like. You're starting to see all the unraveling of the Biden family, right? It's not just bank laundering and money and shell accounts. Joe skinny dips. His dogs can't keep under control. His son's a, a, a complete deadbeat. His, his younger brothers thinks he's uh you know he's an Instagram only fans model. <laughs> this is I'm telling you this fan again. Everything that we were told about Trump on the Syria, oh he's a threat to democracy. He's going to get us into World War Three. Playing out with the Bidens. Oh, the Trump family. Blah 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 blah. Uh, the Steele dossier. Is all of it? The Bidens are the biggest violators across the board. But here's here's my question about this photo. First of all, he's naked, but he has his baseball cap on yeah, and his glasses, yeah. which is kind of yeah. weird. Right. Somebody uh, somebody comment on that. They said he's not naked. He has a hat. No. On. He has a hat on. Yeah, he's yeah. trying to read the Philadelphia Inquirer. But look at him. He is holding. It's not a selfie. Somebody else took this photo. He's is holding that his, not his hand. No, look at he's the picture shows him. Oh, he's taking it in a mirror, right? No, because is that his right arm or is that, is that right? another arm? Yeah, no, no, no. He's taking it in a mirror. So like he's okay. holding it up like this and he's okay. taking the picture in a mirror. So that's that's how he gets that picture. Okay. Not that I've ever taken that picture. I, I just had. A, wow, I just, that was really. <laughs> I just had a moment of clarity. We're going to go from talking about Frank Biden being <laughs> naked to talking to the John Brazier with the Phillies. The well, show's going to hell. Maybe you'll ask John this question, but obviously... <laughs> John, what's the appropriate age for a man to stop sending selfies? And who's singing the national anthem tomorrow night, by the way? And I will point out, he's fully ripped, but he's fully manscaped. Yeah. Yeah, there's not a lot going on. Oh, this is uh, way too yeah. much detail. On and that's not a shave, by the way. You, that's, that's, that is... If you um, cross your eyes, you can act... If that's you cross a your eyes when you look at the picture, you, you can see it. I'm all for a dude shaving. Oh, yeah. Shaving his cross chest. Cross your eyes. Yeah. It's a little trick. The mm-hmm. waxing's too much. <laughs> If you're a dude and you wax, you're not in my circle. I just want to know what's up with these creepy Bidens and their naked photos. I'm telling you, man. That's all I care about. I'm telling you. Yeah. They're very proud. He's proud of his physique. Well, I, I mean, he should be. He's he's in he's in very good shape. But, like, dude, enough with the photos. Like, yeah. stop. Like, that's what, that's what we expect from Gen Z and millennials, right? With the self-gratification, look at me. Uh, everybody thinks they're a celebrity on social media with the selfies. Right, wait, hang on. Let me... Let's have a little truth session here, Nick. Yeah, you've never taken, you've never taken a photo like this of like this right here. Yeah, no. Well, wait no. a minute. You said like I'm guilty. This. Of, I'm guilty of posting a picture of my bourbon. Yes, I'll make a cocktail and uh, take a picture from time to time on a Friday. I bet. I bet. I, I bet a lot of guys have taken this photo. Oh, if I did, I would admit it and deleted it right away or whatever. But have you but... taken any? 
I've taken selfies for sure. Naked? Not naked, no. I can't do that as a public. Imagine if that got out to the Philly you voice. Delete it. You delete it right away. Oh, no, I would re- totally retweet <laughs> it. <laughs> you, you don't think the Inquirer would Ratings. love to bring me down? <laughs> Right-wing radio host gets exposed with nude selfie. I bet that if you polled most men, eh, the majority of them. Yeah, more than 50%. Have taken sure. some sort of a nude selfie. But I, I think that's this is why it's such an outlier here. It's, it's a 64-year-old. I would say if it is more men than not. I would say it's probably thirty-five and under. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know, like I don't think fifty and sixty-year-old men are doing this. <laughs> Maybe a select few. <laughs> Shelley wrote, "Take it down. No reason to encourage older men to do this." <laughs> All right, so actually, you know what? Let's 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 wipe um let's wipe Greg and myself out of the boxes, oh, and no. let's put up uh, Daniel. I know this is on the fly. And I'm kind of joking when I say this. Let's put Bi- Frank Biden next to Joe um to RFK Jr. doing the bench press with his shirt off. And we'll ask all. Oh, no, this all, is a very. Here's what we're gonna do: all look. Republican women, Republican single Republican women out there. Every man on the planet is dead. There's only two men left on the planet. Are you taking Frank or RFK Jr.? Keep in mind, one's a Biden and one's got a bad voice. Nick, this is a very male-oriented show. I don't I think men, men want to see this. Definitely RFK Jr. We'll take the politics out of it. Yeah, Dawn's been very RF, pro RFK today. Take take the politics out of it. Yeah, I'm you just can't. saying, RFK Jr. <laughs> okay, okay, enough. Okay. I'm just... It's... Did he get it up? No, he... Well, did he, he get... RFK... No, he has... I'm always on a delay. Is RFK Greg... in there? No. No, it's... It, it, I don't think we can do it this fast. It's okay. definitely RFK Jr. Yeah. Because Frank's face, you got to factor in the face. Yeah, the face RFK's... is a little covered up, though. You got the glasses and the hat. It's RFK Jr. Yeah. RFK Jr. All right. I, I I'm really no comment. And There's one nobody. Nobody's kind of like he put up a poll question. Which one are you taking, <laughs> RFK Jr. or Frank responded. Biden? And nobody's responding to this. <laughs> that Come is on, a part, that is a partisan straight audience, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, I think we're done with that. Yes, please. Eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. And then on a serious front, Jonathan Turley. And this it's amazing how many things are just completely going by the wayside because everything is Israel Hamas and rightfully so. But the latest Biden family tree debacle when it comes to their influence peddling dynasty uh, has been released and almost nobody's talking about it. Uh, Jonathan Turley writing on his website, uh, Jonathan Turley, obviously a Fox News legal scholar. Um, he wrote for uh, The Hill, the latest House investigations and what they've exposed. And he says in the following, President Joe Biden once famously told a state official that no one F's with a Biden. It was a statement that made more sense a few years ago than it does today. But these days, it seems like everyone is, well, messing with the Bidens. The president's son, Hunter Biden, facing federal charges on gun violations under a law that his father has heralded. He is also looking at possible additional charges on taxes. We just talked about... Frank Biden, Joe Biden's brother James Biden was just subpoenaed alongside his nephew over millions of dollars sent by foreign figures as part of an influence peddling operation. And it now shows newly released evidence from the House Committee on Ways and Means reveals we are now looking at over 20 million dollars coming from 23 separate countries on four continents to at least nine Biden family members, not only are the Biden transfers becoming clear, so is the Bam, uh, the Biden family tree in this lucrative form of corruption. So again, the new updated numbers, $20 million from 23 different nations, 
four different continents and at least nine Biden family members with up to as many as 12, although those additional three have not been confirmed just yet. Um, and Joe Biden, obviously now for, under formal investigation, we know he was just talking the last couple of days uh, with individuals in investigations with the classified documents, uh, but Turley kind of laying all of this out now, and it is becoming clear as day. And again, you, you look at this and you look at the House and the, the Republican-led House when no McCarthy right now is the speaker, James Comey, Jim Jordan, and everybody else, Byron Donald's looking into these things. If they can't connect the last few dots and show the true smoking gun, uh, this is going to be a major failure, I think, by Republicans. Because, let's face it, folks, you just don't get your family with 20 different shell companies, nine family members, 23 nations, $20 million, and what was exchanged? What did you receive in return? You just don't handle it's got to be an exchange of a service or a good. That's what a transaction really consists of, right? You're paying for a service or good. So what exactly was happening here? Obviously, using the Biden power family name and their influence peddling. So Turley laying that out. And I think that would probably be a much, much bigger story today uh, if what happened over in the Middle East on Saturday did not occur. 855-839-1210. We will come back. John Brazier of the Phillies will join us at the bottom of the hour. We also have uh, What's on the Cut Sheet Part due. Dawn's uh, What's on Tap for the Dawn Show. Who won Twitter today? And if we have a chance, I would love to get to, if we have like three minutes at any point in the next 40, I would love to get to this school bus driver and have a little fun with this. A Long Island school bus driver was caught drinking on the job because she didn't know that White Claws had alcohol in them. <laughs> she says it was a mistake. It's a great story. This is an unbelievable yeah. story. And uh, even even the lady that was our great bus driver in Ohio would have had to fire this lady and say this. I'm done with you. Well, this lady got fired. She says it was a mistake. We'll try to get to the details when we come back. Kaling Company rolling on live here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. This is the Kale and Company podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and on the free Odyssey app. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Nick Hale, Don Stenzel, and Greg Stocker. As we continue live here on a Tuesday morning, we will get to part two of the cut sheet, who won Twitter today, and what's on tap for the Dawn Show in just a little bit. Uh, this segment brought to you by Consumer Cellular, where they offer unlimited talk and text on every plan, starting at $20 per month. Stay connected in the rain, sleet, and snow with their premium nationwide 5G coverage. With no contract and free activation, visit ConsumerCellular.com to switch today. We will switch from news and politics and current events throughout the world. Bring it in local as we bring in John Brazier of the Phillies Woo! again this morning. Yeah. Late night last night, uh, it didn't go the way we wanted for people like me that were greedy and said, ah, the hell with the split, let's grab both. But realistically, the best team in baseball, you stole home field advantage away and you head back home again tomorrow night. All right, Nick, I'm going to say a name, okay? Okay. Vinko Bogate. Do you know who Vinko Bogate is? Uh, He's (laughs) funneled money to Joe Biden. I have no idea. Vinko Bogate was... If you remember the wide world of sports, right? Okay. And uh, it t- takes a certain age to remember this. ABC, but Jim right? McKay, ABC, and Jim McKay was the announcer. And in the very beginning, they'd show the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. Yes. Well, Vinko Bogate was a Slovenian ski jumper okay. that never made it off. The, he literally kind of just 
it was a yard sale on the ramp, and oh. they showed that. So that was me last night watching yes. the Phils uh, at the end of the game because I'm sure, like a lot of Philadelphians, you're all excited. You've mm-hmm. got uh, Wheeler dealing. You got yep. you know we got the bullpen. Braves were dormant. They were they were dead. Their crowd was dead, and yep. then. You know, a bad pitch on on you know Wheeler. I'm sure you'd love to have that back, and then a bad pitch by Hoffman. I'm sure, you'd love to have that back. And just when you think, all right, you're down, but then uh, if Cassianos comes up to bat, yep. he hits a ball, and Harper's you know Harper's going to score, and Michael Harris the third comes up with an acrobatic crazy play, incredible, and that's where I became Vinco Bogate right there, okay. where I just crashed and burned, and yes. and I couldn't sleep and rolled in my sleep and and had nightmares and. Uh, yes, but here I am yep. looking at it from a different perspective. Okay. And if you had said before the series that we we're going to take, you know, one of two, yeah, you take right, it. to split. Yeah. And then we they have to come home and play in Philadelphia against Noel. and against us with the with a rabid crowd with Noel on the mound, right? And already Suarez already pitched a good game. He's mm-hmm. going for game four, and then you got Wheeler waiting the wings if you need yeah. it. Game five, still in a great position. So uh, they still have to come to our house and they have to. Combat our passionate fans. That's correct. 14 straight innings to start this series where Atlanta was held scoreless. And by the way, basically the first game was a bullpen game. Right. So yep. you were able to do that. So that's great. The thing that bothers me, and we'll, we'll get to what you guys have lined up in a moment. I mentioned this to you off the air. The Phillies are great in primetime at 8.07 when the other options are Milwaukee or Arizona. But, you know, the Dodgers or the Yankees or the Red Sox, we get bumped down to 5.07 p.m. Right. It's not, not a prime time, it's not a primetime game. It's 5.07. Uh, now the good news is, uh, I guess we get to bed earlier. That's true, right? And maybe get a peaceful sleep. Uh, but yes, uh, you know, obviously, I think we all want prime time. But mm-hmm. uh, we got five oh seven, and uh, I, I'm I'm very excited. I really am because I I Nick Cassiano said this in the post game interview. He said when you get hit in the mouth, we are very good about coming back and yeah. using that as inspiration. And think about all the times this year where we did get hit in the mouth and had an ugly loss, bad loss, right. and then we came back and just erased that right away. So hopefully we can do that tomorrow night. This is a team that's overcome two slow starts to season, so they can overcome one bad yeah. loss where they had them maybe, you know, dead And again, with our fans, that just that's it's going to be, if you were any if anybody yeah. was at the game when we played the Marlins, uh, the fans were yeah. nuts. And we're getting national notoriety for now mm-hmm. for a good reason, because we're always on the other side, uh-huh. right? And now... We are getting national notoriety for having the most passionate fans, the greatest fans, and it's uh, it's great to see as a nation. Yes, no question. So game three is coming up. Um, I'm hearing what first pitches, national anthems, players from the past, family ties. <laughs> what can you tell us? Well, if, because of five oh seven, we're gonna have sa- some of the same activities, but it's gonna be bumped up. So uh, we're gonna actually have a merch. T- it's a forty foot merch trail out on CB Way starting at one thirty. Mm-hmm. So you can wow. go down to ten o'clock to the New Era store. But at one thirty, there's going to be a merch trailer. Two o'clock is when the Phillies post game block party will take place. We have Split Decision, the band okay. uh, that'll be performing. We have a pep rally at four. There's a Ferris wheel. You can do some bungee jumping if you want. You can hit a uh, hitting station, Bud Bar, uh, food trucks, all that. If you have tickets, gates open at two thirty-seven. You'll get a Phillies red rally towel. Be in your seats at four thirty because that's when the pregame ceremony. Just like last time, we're going to unfurl a giant American flag with members of the police. Fire, uh, military, and then the first pitch. We have two first pitches. Uh, we have the governor Josh Shapiro is going to okay. throw out the first pitch. Yep. And then the 2009, uh, one of the heroes from 2009, Raul Abanez. Raul. Wow. Right. So uh, the crowd's going to go nuts for that. I love Raul. One yes. of my favorite guys, and he had a big 
uh, NLDS back in 2009. Yep. Big playoffs. So uh, it'll be good to see Ra- Raul back. Yes, it will. And then one of the cool things, too, is, sorry, in the seventh inning, yep. uh, Lila Tome. Jim Tomey's daughter Whoa. will be doing God Bless America. So we're, oh, how wonderful. Yeah, so that'll be really cool. I'm, I'm wow. looking forward to that. I'm getting, I mean, think about how old we're getting here. I mean, Jim Tomey, the first yeah. baseman for that team prior to Ryan Howard coming up and finally breaking yeah. through, his daughter. I mean, oh I, grew, I grew up and watching Andrea. Jim Tomey. I worked with Andrea before they were married right. at NBC. Yeah. And so she was a, a morning anchor, and then they met, fell in love. Yep. Great love story. Yeah. That is amazing now to see their daughter. Jim Tomey, great guy. Oh, great, great guy. guy. One of the nicest guys yeah. in sports, but but Raul right there, too. Yeah. I mean, Raul and Jim yeah. have similar you know, situations where everybody, there's not a bad word you can say about either guy. Right. So it's... Uh, very lucky. And the Tomei's big connection to the manuals because Jim Tomei and Charlie Manuel with the Cleveland ties, I exactly believe. Exactly right. And I talked to Charlie last week, and he's very appreciative of all the fans that have reached out on social media. And it's awesome. uh, he's getting there. It's, it's, it's going to be a work in progress, but hopefully we can get him back in Philadelphia. So 237, the gates open. First pitch at 507. That's two and a half hours. I'm expecting the fans to be well lubed. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's going to be, that, I mean, that's going to feel like an eight o'clock game. Well, you've seen 430. Football games in right. Philadelphia, right? So, right. Uh, yes, I think Atlanta's not really looking forward to coming here. They, oh they had their comfy confines right there with uh-huh. you know their mascot blooper and yep. you know their the empty seats and you know they're, they're they're they know they're coming in for what did what did Rob Thompson say? Yep, uh, teams are experiencing four hours of hell. So. Yep, I said that this morning that I don't think any team is looking forward to coming here because this fan base is just they they win and lose games for and when I mean lose I mean don't lose win games for this uh, Philadelphia Phillies team. It mm-hmm. is it I is agree. I've never seen a fan base this rabid and can out can uh, determine the outcome of 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 these games more than the Philadelphia fans. And we don't wait for a big moment like the Braves fans last night waited for you know yep. to the the first home run uh, that they uh, Darno hit mm-hmm. but they were they were quiet uh, I mean, truth was just was real quiet yeah. but this place is from the get go when there's nothing going on early in the game the fans are going nuts and they're just waiting for an excuse and then bam you know whether it's Reese Hoskins home run last mm-hmm. year or, or whatever it may be yeah. Kyle Schwarber's shot against the wall it, right. it's this fan, the fans base are ready to blow. You, you know, it's interesting, too, and, and the national media has acknowledged this fan base, this crowd at that stadium and how rabid it is. And they said that right at the beginning of the postseason when all the teams were still in the playoffs. But I think they would believe that even if the Yankees were in it. Because I've been to the new Yankee Stadium. Old Yankee Stadium versus new Yankee Stadium. Very homogenized. Not that same crowded, intense feeling. You go from the vet to Citizens Bank Park, and when the Phillies are good, especially so, you still have that old-school vet feverish pitch with this team. The new dynamics of the ballpark haven't put in like a little like a damper across right. this fan base. Someone compared it to SEC football. SEC yes. football. I lived is, down in know, Nashville for right. four years. And that's kind of the closest. Well, but I think it's, it's even because you have a smaller crowd and you're more contained and it's right on top of each other. Yep. So I think, yeah. I think the announcers are just really seeing, yep. you know, what what the crowd can bring. Now we have established this is a best of five. I can confirm that after <laughs> citing three sources because last year I thought it was a best of seven. Best yeah. of five. So Philadelphia, we can actually win this series. The next two, take it three games to one. Um, do you, I know we as fans are always looking ahead, but are you guys looking further down the road for an NLCS? Well, we, we have to because we have to plan. So uh, if that's the case, right now the Diamondbacks are up 2 nothing on the Oof. Dodgers. Yeah, who Another surprise. Yeah. So the good news is if we advance and the Diamondbacks win one of the next three games, then we're going to have home field advantage, uh, which, would be, which would be nice. So then 
game one would start, I believe, on that Monday. Okay. Following Monday. A week so. from yesterday. Yep. Okay. Wow. So it should be, uh, should be excited. And then, you know, again, thinking further, if we go even further, there's a couple teams we would have home field advantage in the World Series, mm-hmm. including Houston. Houston or Minnesota, you know, we would have home wow. field advantage. I, I said right before the playoffs started, I said I got the feeling that there's moment, there's something different this year. I don't think it's going to be a, a quick flame out. Yeah, it's hard to get back to the World Series back-to-back years. We always hear that. There's a different unfinished business vibe to this team yep. last year. From where they started and losing Girardi, making the change, and then the slow start this year. I mean, they were two games away from winning it all last year. So it's you I feel agree. It. You have a lot of guys that have experience that are battle tested, and then you throw in the new guys, Rojas and Kirkering. There's some. There's always great stories when you have you know teams that go all the way. I'm not saying we are, but yep. uh, hopefully we are. But there's always great stories. You know, 2008, everyone. You know, Eric Bruntlett. Yeah, right? we had Clay Condry, some other guys that were came out of you know more than the, maybe the last bullpen guy or yeah. guy coming off the bench. Guy like Matt Stairs. Matt Stairs. That, you know, that hit magical. against Broxton in the Dodgers. I don't think that ball still was landing. I was, I was there, <laughs> and it was loud from Philly fans that were out there yeah. when he hit the home run. So that was one of the most magical moments. That that goes right there with Reese's hot home run last year with the grand slam that just took place with Stott and to obviously uh, Harper's uh, big home run against the Padres. There's, been a lot of magical moments the last couple of years. All right, so Jim Tomei's daughter, Raul Abanez, Josh Shapiro, all lined up for today, uh, tomorrow, yep. Game 3, first pitch 507, stadium opens at 237. That is correct. Okay. Go Phils. There you got it. Go John Phils. Brazier of the Philadelphia Woo! Phillies. We'll see if we can take yeah, care of business baby. and uh, get this NLCS started coming up next Monday. Good to see you as always. All right, thanks, Nick. There see you guys. John Brazier of the Phillies in studio with us. We'll come back and get to what's on the cut sheet part due, what's on tap for the Dawn Show, and who won Twitter today. It's all still on the way. A busy Tuesday morning here on Kale & Company. It's Kale & Company On Demand. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app. Let's get away. Yeah, I'm planning my getaway. This is really the trip of a lifetime. I want you to join me for 12 magical days in luxury with the professionals once again from Conservative Tours. And I say once again because, of course, the last time WPHT travelers visited Italy, many of you discovered northern Italy with Dom. Well, this time we're heading to southern Italy on a gastronomical tour of the most beautiful coastline in the entire world, the Amalfi Coast. And yeah, I'm putting my name on this, so you can be sure that this is the best. I want to travel with the very best tour operator in all of Italy, my friends at Conservative Tours, because nobody does it better. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, and they're going to take us to the best-kept secrets of southern Italy. We're even going to take the high-speed jet foil over the beautiful, clear, crisp Mediterranean waters on a jet foil to the Isle of Capri. How does that sound? 5267, that includes your airfare. It includes all the luxury hotels, fabulous dining events. Just call toll-free, 888-733-9494. Go to conservativetours.com. You'll see my picture and a full description of the of the itinerary. I'm talking about Italy's best-kept secrets, the Abbey of Monte Cassino, Julia, Medieval, Caserta, Sorrento, Pompeii, of course, all the ancient great sites, including Rome. Join me next spring in Italy. You're going to be sorry. It's booking up. I'll see you on the Isle of Capri. Call now, 888-733-9494. I can't wait. ConservativeTours.com. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We appreciate John Brazier of the Phillies stopping in. 
Raul Abanez, Jim Tomei's daughter, Josh Shapiro. Boo. Couldn't say that when he was here, though. Eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. The phone number. We got a lot of good stuff to get to. We've got what's on the Cutchy Part Do. What's on tap for uh, the Dawn Show today, and who won Twitter today as well? Um, and we might get to this school bus driver drama. And I tell you what, man. A lot of these school bus drivers these days, uh, they've just, they just can't put up with the Utes, or they don't know what's booze and what's not. I'll try and get to it All before right. uh, we hand things over to Don. Okay. 9.44, let's get to Greg Stocker's What's on the Cut Sheet Part Do. What's on the Cut Sheet? I do. What's on the Country Bar Do sponsored by American Heritage Credit Union. American Heritage Credit Union is a place for first-time home buyers with in-house realtors and a $500 lender credit for new home owners. Visit AmericanHeritageCU.org slash FTH for details. Loan subject to credit approval insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender, and MLS 433-838. Yes, uh, yesterday, RFK Jr. announced his independent running, independent campaign. He's running non- uh, Non-party affiliated. The first since George Washington. He's been shunned from the family. To, uh, yeah, yeah, his sisters and family members coming out and saying that uh, he's, he's, he's giving the Kennedy name a bad name. This I, Thanksgiving uh, will be tougher than mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have some clips from that. Uh, he talks about uh, he intends to return the reins of power to the American people. Cut 12, Daniel. In making an independent run for president, I take inspiration from the one other president who, who did not have a political party. And that president was George Washington. And his, in his farewell address, Washington issued a prescient warning about the disastrous potential of party politics. Inevitably, he said, political parties will be taken over by a cunning, ambitious, unprincipled minority who will serve the interests of the party rather than the interests of the nation and usurp for themselves the reins of government. Washington's dire prediction has certainly come true. I intend to rest the reins of both parties and return power to the American people. Okay, so he, as we know, he is the most credible uh, independent or third party, so to speak, in the, probably the last 30 years since Ross Perot, who got, I believe, 19% back in the 1992 election. Um, and, of course, he's at right around 14%. But as I said this morning in the big take, you know, he's got some things that align with the right, but he's not a friend of the right. I, I, I agree with a lot of the pundits and the experts out there that believe he will draw more from Trump than Biden. Uh, he's he's talking about how he's uh, he's at the nation's capital <laughs> being being, you know, the nation's capital, Philadelphia. Yeah, I call it the nation's capital. Hey, he's like, it's where we were founded. The, we were founded playing, here. He's playing to the home crowd, baby. <laughs> um, in saying uh, that he he's he's running as an independent and uh, he wants independence for our nation. Uh, cut nine here. Of wealth not seen in a century. But the good news is that people like yourselves are finally fed up. Something 
something is stirring in us that says it doesn't have to be this way. People stop me everywhere at airports, at hotels and malls on the street, and they remind me that this country is ready for a history-making change. They're ready, they are ready to reclaim their freedom, their independence. And And that's why I'm here today. I'm here to declare myself an independent candidate. Size crowd there. Yeah. Better than Joe. Independent <laughs> candidate for President of the United States. But that's not all. I'm here to join you in making a new declaration of independence for our entire nation. We declare independence from the corporations that have hijacked our government. And we declare independence from Wall Street, from Big Tech, from Big Pharma, from Big Ag, from the military contractors and their lobbyists. There you go. So we, we know we gave you the poll uh, a few weeks ago. 63% of Americans said they would consider a third party. A lot of people believe uh, that it's inevitable at some point. I would say this about RFK. He's got the family name, right? But I feel like there's too many loose ends with him and too many things where, you know, I think both sides will think he's a little too off his rocker under certain categories or topics, so to speak. I think maybe he is 15, 20 years too early. You know, 20 years from now, um, the third party builds more steam. There's a face. There's a guy with name recognition that doesn't have some of the extremes on both sides. I'm just thinking of like from in, from an independent moderate standpoint. Yeah. But then again, it ultimately comes down to money. Where's the money? Well, that's that's well. I mean, he's a Kennedy. Well, yes. But maybe he's just a <laughs> maybe that's maybe he is the right guy, so to speak, for that 63 percent that yep. want the third party. Yeah. But maybe the timing is just not right. Um. We will see. Um, all right, I, I want to get to this before we uh, we leave today. This is uh, bus driver Amal Hannah. Oh, man. Uh, she is distraught after being fired for drinking an alcoholic beverage while driving students home from a school in Smithtown on Long Island. 60 years old. 60 years old. She's battling cancer. She's, yes. she's, she's currently in chemo. Oh. She says she took the White Claw without realizing it, it had alcohol in it. This is the... A News 12 Long Island report, cut 15. With an exclusive story, we spoke with the bus driver that is being accused of drinking while driving students. And tonight, Krista McNally brings you her emotional story and how she claims it was a big mistake. I've been crying, crying, crying. I can't even have more tears for just a mistake. It was a mistake. 
Bus driver Amal Hanna is beside herself after being fired for drinking while driving children from school in Smithtown. For the people like me, they don't drink. How they get it all? This is not the liquor. When heading out to work on Wednesday, Hannah grabbed what she thought was a regular seltzer, a white claw that her roommate had left in the fridge. Normally I take a snack and food because the chemo, I have to eat and stuff and I'm working late. Suffering through chemo treatments, Hannah has trouble tasting and says she didn't taste any alcohol. She also claims she didn't know there was alcohol in White Claws. However, when the White Claw was spotted in the cup holder on the bus, she was removed immediately. We spoke with several parents who said Miss Amal was meticulous, always on time, mm. and treated their children as if they were her own. She was so sweet just being kind to them. I can't imagine she would ever do anything to harm them. Hannah has been a bus driver for 15 years and took great pride in her job, something that was evident to parents who had children in her care. Nobody was hurt, but I think it was a very honest mistake. I love the kids. I love my company. My company is so good to people. Okay, there you go. Okay, so best of luck to her in her chemo treatment, obviously. That goes without saying. And maybe this was a one-off where she grabbed it and didn't realize it was an alcoholic beverage. Those cans, if you've ever seen White Claws, they kind of do resemble energy drinks or, you know, monsters or any of those brands that are out there. And I know she can't taste things because of what she's dealing with, but our Ohio bus driver has a rebuttal. I can, know I can smell it. Maybe she could smell it. Uh, but she seems like a genuine person, so I think this is probably a raw deal. But I as, do too. As I was once told when I was boating in Nashville on a lake, there's no laws when you're drinking claws. <laughs> well, I think also we have such a shortage of bus drivers, and she is fighting cancer, and she yeah. has a good... Like, I would definitely give her a... Uh, the re- the, I agree. Yeah, you know, she, go with the doubt. There, yeah, there is reasonable doubt. She's not... She's not fr- She doesn't sound like, you know, she's she was born here or whatever. Yeah. And and those... They are... They do look like seltzer cans. Yeah. yeah. So if you don't know, you don't drink, you see it, and it's... And by the way, if she was, like, really a... Mm-hmm. Like, a drunk, yeah. is she putting it in... And her cup holder for everybody to see? Well, I would well, ask the but... students on the bus, have you seen her with this can before? And if yeah. the answer is no, and she grabbed it by mistake and just didn't know. But then again, I... they say ignorance is no defense, and you I mean you're driving other people's children while drinking alcohol. I think at the end of the day, she will be reinstated. I do for too. This. Mm-hmm. I do I, too. I, I kind of hope she will be. Yeah. I, I feel like she's being honest here, and she had no idea that, that it was that there was alcohol in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like, mean, she, she pled her case. Do you yeah. hear me? <laughs> Hello. I mean, if she loses her job, she's going to be really fired up. Start kicking some serious ass. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I love that. But I do. I love that bus yeah. driver. Sobbing. We're going to get these bus drivers together. Sobbing. Yeah. Like on the, the gatekeeper and the keymaster. Free Amal, and, and all the parents seem to be okay with it, I right? Know. Yeah. I mean, like I don't know. At least the ones they interviewed do. So. Well, I mean, she was. Uh, she what drives a bus in Long Island? Yeah. I mean, if I was driving a bus in Long Island, I'd be uh, drinking too. I'm allergic to the. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All that's right. that's what we got. All right, that'll do it uh, for us. Let's wrap it up with uh, what's on tap for the Dawn Show today, just five minutes out. Yeah, we have obviously we have all the developing stories of the day, local reaction and regional reaction to what's happening with day four of the war in Israel. And as well, what about all of the military might that's arriving there? And we hear the the hostages' families are speaking out. So we'll have some of that. We also have Riley Gaines. This is supposed to be Women's Day because it's 1010XX. Get it? Yep. And so Riley Gaines, why does she say that Penn State, she was scheduled to speak and she was booted, but she's still going to be here. 
So we'll update you on the Riley Gaines story. Christine Flowers, my friend Christine Flowers, who needs no introduction, joins me about her latest column talking about Columbus Day. We didn't talk enough about Columbus Day, Indigenous Peoples Day, yesterday. And then Guy Shiraki will update you coming up at 11, breaking down the latest from Broad and Liberty, as well as talking about Biden's uh, green green energy plans and the latest on local elections. And Frank's photo. <laughs> <laughs> we'll break that down, too. Yeah. Will you eat green eggs and ham? Mm-hmm. With- <laughs> no, but I will ask who won Twitter today. Woo. Who won Twitter? Marcus Aurelius from Twitter. This is funny. He says... <laughs> I, I guess he's being facetious, but if not, it's so funny. His, Greggy is a bigot. Greggy is a bigot. Na 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 na. I love it. Oh. I love it. Okay. Na 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 na. I love hey, it. Hey, I love hey, it. Hey, sure. Bye. Sure. If that's the. If, if that's the. We didn't say that. If that is the uh, the umbrella you want to put me on, fine. That's Greg, we have decided you you are now just the brand manager only. <laughs> well, that yet. Yeah, yeah, Wait. That, that day's coming. Is this a merch idea? Uh, an umbrella? Oh, I like it. An umbrella. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Brand Greg. manager, Greg Stalker. Yeah. All right. Or or Greg is a bigot. Yes. <laughs> Get your billboards out now, folks. Exactly. Petition everywhere. Say it loud. Say it proud. And be mostly peaceful when you do so. All right. That'll do it for us on this Tuesday. Stay tuned. The Dawn Show is coming up next. Everybody have a great rest of your day. And we are done. Back tomorrow at 6 a.m. sick of you. <laughs> I'm sick of all of this sh- I'm done with it. Start your day with Kale and Company. Weekday mornings, 6 till 10. On Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.